Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting on Sunday, April 12th, 2020, from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. And it has been a beautiful day here, and it's uh, Easter. Today is Easter, so happy Easter to anyone who is celebrating, and happy Passover to anyone who has been celebrating that for the last several days. And, well, let's see what we have in front of us. We are in the last week of the sun in the sign of Aries. So, right now, we are dealing with the sun in Aries, where it it is exalted. And the other day, at the end of the week, our sun was in its exact place of exaltation. And that usually occurs around the 8th, 9th, or 10th of uh, April every year because the sun is exalted exactly at 19 degrees of Aries. So this year, since we had an extra day, because we had February 29th and it's sleep year, we had, you know, it probably came a little earlier. So uh, what's exaltation? Exaltation means the sun is in a very powerful place and it is a very strong place. And it's a place where anybody born with that can get can have a lot of energy and it's just there's a certain level of ease in their life that gives them a certain power especially when it comes to what they do for a living and what their bliss is and, and how they work and it doesn't mean that their life is trouble free but it does mean that they have a very good sense of of true north in their lives. And I think that that's very important and very fortunate for those people to have the sun at 19 degrees of Aries usually means that your sun is, you know, in this very profound, bright place in the zodiac. And even if you do have other things that are not always well placed in your horoscope, in in your astrological chart, you can sort of see your way through them in a very clear way because of your, um, your, you know, true north abilities. So this is, this is very important. So that's where the sun has been these last few days. And now we're moving on and the sun is further on and it has another week left in Aries and then it begins its journey in the sign of Taurus. So we are still going through the very first sign of the zodiac in the new astrological year. So in the meantime, Mercury has left Pisces and it's now moving through Aries and it's actually moving pretty quickly through Aries because (laughs) today's the 12th and actually it was late late Friday night for me here in Costa Rica and early uh, Saturday morning in New York or Eastern time that it went into the sign of Aries and it's already three degrees. (laughs) So it's moving very rapidly through the sign of Aries. And so this is actually very good. This is this is a new energy for us. And what I mean by that is We've been dealing with Mercury, which is the sign of communication, uh, the planet of communication, in Pisces since February 3rd, and it's now April 12th, (laughs) and it went in like late on April 10th. So this is something completely, utterly 
new in these last few months, and it's been over two months since our since Mercury went into Pisces, and now it's finally leaving. Our world has really changed in that time. Mercury went retrograde in Pisces, went back, dipped its toe back into Aquarius, but really stayed in Pisces the whole time, came forward in Pisces on March 9th, and just, well, came forward through Pisces in the first week of March, second week of March. And, and then it becomes this, you know, journey through the rest of Pisces, which is not Mercury's favorite sign. So Mercury really has had a bit of a journey and it really, it doesn't suit Mercury to be in Pisces because it's not an analytical place for Mercury. It's not a place where Mercury feels comfortable. It is not a place where Mercury can function at its prime. So now it's in Aries. And while this is not one of its rulership signs, it is in a better place. It's not in this um place of ambiguity and fogginess and and you know it's good for intuition but that much confusion especially in our world and what has been going on following the Saturn Pluto was not the optimal place for us to have Mercury so we should start getting some more clarity in our world we should start getting some more direction we should start feeling a little more clear and this is important because again and we all say this and if you're you're in the in the spirit world at all, and you're listening to teachers and healers, you are hearing the same thing. And that is, this is a time of pausing and reflecting. And as I have said over and over again, going within, and it helps to go within when you have a clear path. And while Mercury in Pisces certainly is helpful for meditation and, and creative thinking and, and, but there, there was so much confusion due to the retrograde that I like the fact that it's moved into Aries now. And I think people are going to make more decisions about their lives. This is a more decisive place for Mercury. Now, Mercury is going to be here till the 27th of April. And that's not long considering, okay, it was in Pisces from the 3rd of February till last Friday. <laughs> it's over two months. And then here it's going to whiz through Aries and go into Taurus on the 27th. So, you know, these, this is all good. We, we've got a good dose of Mercury for a while. And so as we have these moments of Mercury and Aries, this is where people who have Mercury and Aries find the, the place to make decisions. They're quick. They're, they might be a little impulsive, but they're focused. They're like shooting an arrow in some ways, uh, although Sagittarius is the one with the bow and arrow. But, but really, it's like Aries people are focused. They're like, that's it, done, boom. You know, they, they're, they're a little impulsive because they're fiery, because they're first, because they want to cut through the nonsense. And so when you get Mercury and Aries, it wants to cut through the nonsense and just get really clear on what the next steps are. So that's what's going to happen in these next few weeks, three and a half weeks or so. Um, and this is what we should be kind of seeking out right now. We're no longer Mercury with Neptune. Mercury is actually going to go to Chiron in the next few days, which is, again, the, you know, the wounded healer. And it's going to sort of help people be clear on where in their life they have felt that the, it's it needs it needs some support or some help, and where they need to be themselves more than anything. And you know, Chiron in, in Aries and 
I talked about this probably last year, is, is the focus of, of allowing yourself to be yourself without feeling like you have to please other people and whether they have an expectation of you to be something that you're not. So let's all be clear on who we are and our direction and move, move forward towards that. So that's what's, that's what's really important. Um, in the meantime, we have Venus and Gemini and Mercury is the ruler of Gemini. So Venus is now, you know, talking to Mercury in a more direct way. So this is actually very good. Now, when last week and the weeks before when Mercury was in Pisces, so Venus went into Gemini on Friday, the 3rd of April, when we got this dose of Venus in Gemini, she's looking to Mercury for the answer because she's in Mercury's sign. And when we get Mercury in Pisces, she wasn't getting a clear answer. Now Mercury's in Aries, it's more compatible with Gemini. In the next few days, Mercury and Venus will come together and make a nice relationship to one another. And this is actually really positive. And we're going to watch Mercury sextile Venus. That'll actually be next Saturday the 18th when the exact aspect occurs. But it's very potent and powerful because now she's in his sign and they are talking and they are having a conversation. In the meantime, Mars is in Aquarius and this is all very good. This is all very good because Mars is in Aquarius talking sweetly to Venus. They are having a good conversation and they are the relationship planets. So no matter what kind of position you're in right now, even if it's, you know, we're we're having some doubts about what, where life is going. Mercury is sort of at this midpoint between Mars and Venus. Mars and Venus are in uh, what we call a trine to one another. And Venus is in Gemini. Mars is in Aquarius. They are in air signs. There's air in the sky. Conversations are happening. This is good because for a while there was no air and people weren't talking about the real things. Mercury is in Aries, which is not an air sign. It's a fire sign, but it's going to be at sort of the midpoint of Venus and Mars. And it really does like to have those conversations with Venus and Mars. And so next Saturday, the 18th, is going to be the day when it can sort of tie together those conversations and it's these are these are smooth flowing aspects they can the relationship conversations can be happening right now so you know people have to communicate in these weird ways for work um for their businesses for how things are going and while this is all new and different and we are communicating differently there's going to be a smoothness and an agility to this and I think this also helps us talk to one another in our relationships with each other, in our, in all of our relationships, in our friendships, in our, you know, family relationships. You know, Venus and Mars. It's where we assert ourselves, and it's also where we're, you know, compassionate and where we, where we love each other and where we feel healed by one another. So, let's hope that everyone can communicate accurately and with with a great amount of heart and staying in their heart as they communicate. Venus in Gemini could be a little fickle, but you know, she's got a lot of stable aspects happening to her. So I think that this is going to help even out that that energy that can be a little bit fickle. Now, as far as our Capricorn planets, 
there's still a lot going on there because the moon has entered Capricorn as of today and it's been in Capricorn for the last couple hours and it is going to be in Capricorn really huh, till the wee hours of Wednesday morning. So we've got a whole bunch of, you know, moon going to Capricorn and moon being involved in, in again, the Saturn well, not so much Saturn anymore, but the Pluto and the Jupiter and, and things. So moon is going to connect with Pluto. Moon is going to connect with Jupiter. Now, Jupiter and Pluto are still together. Even though Jupiter is moving ahead of Pluto and they did make a conjunction a week ago. And we all are, you know, still in the vibe of the Jupiter-Pluto. When the moon connects with those guys, that's going to be Tuesday. Now, this is Tuesday's a Tuesday, Wednesday is pretty big because we have the moon discussing things with lots of planets. So it's the fourth quarter of the moon um, before we go to the new moon, which is the following week. And one of the things that we're looking at is that the moon it's going to square the sun. That's what the quarters are about. So the moon is going to be in Capricorn and the sun is in Aries, of course. And so we have this discussion between the sun and the moon that they have to have. But the sun and the moon are both aspecting the Jupiter and the Pluto. So the moon is going to be making this conjunction first to Pluto, then to Jupiter. So it's going to be traveling through Capricorn and it's going to be having this relationship with them and triggering the Jupiter-Pluto all over again. So what you may see this week, especially on Tuesday, is that anything that you started or got excited about or started to think about with Jupiter and Pluto last week or any events that you may have had um, will start to really uh, surface again as the moon makes its aspect to both Jupiter and Pluto. Now, this is good. We like we like these two to be aspected. They are really the planets we're working with now as we enter a new world and as we open the doors to something greater in our lives. Remember, Jupiter is expansion. Pluto is uh, where our wealth is, where our transformation is. And Jupiter shines the light in Pluto's closet because Pluto is of the underworld. And Jupiter is opening the door to that underworld so we can understand our own wealth, our own our own qualities, our own depth so much so that we can use it to empower ourselves going forward in, in the world. Now, one of the things that's going to happen is that um, on Tuesday, the moon will make these aspects. It will talk to Pluto. It will talk to Jupiter. It's also going to make a nice aspect to Neptune, sextile Neptune. So this is a really good day to be intuitive, to be focused, to be understanding your path right now. But the sun, since it's in Aries, is coming to the end of Aries, like I said, it's the last week. And the sun, which is our life force, is going to square Pluto on Tuesday and then square Jupiter on Wednesday. Now, the interesting thing is the sun moves about a degree per day and it's making that square to Pluto bright and early on Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. in the East Coast. And then it's making the square to Jupiter 
about 24 hours later. So they are about a degree apart. Um, it's bright and early, 7 a.m. on Wednesday morning. And so what's interesting is this is the first hard aspect, okay? So that we had Saturn and Pluto together. We had Jupiter and Pluto together. So Jupiter and the Sun. So back in back in January, the Sun was con first then conjunct Jupiter. That was at the end of December during the eclipse. Then the Sun conjunct Saturn and Pluto, which was right the 13th of January. And so now here we are with the 13th, 14th of April. And on this 13th, 14th, 15th, here's the sun making the first hard aspect to Pluto since then, and the first hard aspect to Jupiter since then. And so this is a test of what we've learned when we had the Saturn Pluto and we had the the uh, touching the sun, touching Jupiter, and there was that eclipse, and there were two eclipses back in the end of December and the middle of January. What are you doing since then? What have you done? What have you accomplished? What is, what has happened since then? Now, uh, my friends and I were just discussing like events that we had in January. It feels like three years ago. So much has happened since then. And this is one, going to be one of those times when we look back at these last few months and we say, wow, where did that time go and what happened since then? And it feels like we were in a different world back in January. So when this door opened to Saturn-Pluto back on January 12th, the sun was conjuncting them and now it's going to square them because the sun will make that square, you know, it's going to, once it gets into Taurus, it's going to make that square to Saturn and that'll be next week. We won't, we won't, it's not going to be this week. We won't see that. But in between these days ahead, the sun is going to start showing us because it's illuminating. It shows us the experience of what we've transformed since the beginning of this year. It shows us the experience of what we're expanding and how we opened the door since the beginning of the year. What are we doing? What have we done? And what is left to do? This is the first kind of test. Whenever, whenever there's a conjunction and then right after that, you know, a few months later, there's a square. This is the first test to that conjunction. So there's that aspect that we all know and that I talked about for months on end. There was that Saturn-Pluto and now the sun is coming to greet Pluto in hard aspect, a square, which is a 90 degree aspect. Now, it doesn't mean bad things are going to happen by any means. It means we have to sort of be accountable for what we've done and what's happened ever since then. My gut instinct is we're going to learn how far we've come or not. And we're like, ah, I still have a road to climb. Okay, here's here's the road, that the incline. This is the steep part of the road. This is where I have to go to the next place and keep going like it's sort of a check-in on where you've been and what you've learned and how well you're handling everything that's happened since Saturn Pluto and you know it's not going to be like oh my goodness I've come so far it's so great not in these conditions not the world we're in right now it's going to be an experience of okay uh, sort of a reality check-in. Okay, well, this is where I've come from. This is what I have left to do. This is, you know, it feels like we're creeping along really slowly here. Or, wow, this has been 
a light year since then. And, and think about it. Think about what you were doing in January. And this is a really good check-in for that. This week is the check-in. Think of it that way. What was your life like in January? You were going along, doing your thing, and there was no inkling really that this world was going to shift the way it has. So the thing we have to pay attention to is where we've been and how how we want to go forward. Like, you know, Saturn-Pluto was, as I explained time and again, how much we had to learn over and over and over again, the same lesson or that uphill climb. And we're still climbing. We're not done. We're not done. Saturn's going to go back into Capricorn later this year. Not going to conjunct Pluto, but definitely going to connect with Pluto and Jupiter later this year. And that's going to be very interesting. So we've got to stay on our toes. These aspects this week are going to help us stay on our toes. This is not a time for self-flagellation. This is not a time for self-criticism. This is a time to be acutely aware of the distance you've traveled and how much you've accomplished and what you want to do next. And are you where you want to be? Probably not because we all have a long road ahead of us. We've got to work through this. So what you're going to do is make some decisions because Mercury is in Aries now and you're going to make some decisions about how you want to go forward and, and, you know, give yourself a pat on the back for doing as much work as you have done in these last months and just go, okay, I got to catch up. I've got to catch up. I get more of the feeling of, all right, you know, let's, let's keep going here. Let's keep moving. We're doing okay. Let's just keep moving. And it's just sort of a nod to January and how we've got to just keep moving on, on the path that we've chosen for this year. A very interesting path, no doubt. Um, we knew this would be an extraordinary year because we were going to have Saturn-Pluto, because we were going to have Jupiter-Pluto, because there are six eclipses, because we are in an extraordinary times. And so, again, I, I repeat that we, we have to pay attention this week. I do have that video still available. It's on my YouTube channel. It is available through my website to purchase $15. Um, if you have not seen my year ahead video, you'll get a sense of all the things that are going to come up for us this year. And I did this video because so many strong aspects were happening this year. And so while we weren't sure exactly what was going to affect the collective, and now we do know it, um, we are now equipped to sort of look forward towards the goals we need to reach in these in these times ahead there is a very strong feeling of like okay I've got to catch up and keep moving we but then there's also the feeling of there's not much I can do right now except hold tight and watch the story unfold because there's a story here so if I were you if you haven't started a journal you might want to pick up a little notebook and a pen and start writing and start talking about this year and what it's been for you and how decisions you've made in your life have gotten you to where you are and what decisions do you want to follow up on and where do you want to change things because right now we're we're in a period of reinvention so like I said last week and other weeks Saturn Pluto set us up for this like reinvention crash course and Jupiter and Pluto are helping us rebuild and we've all got to rebuild life in some way. And, you know, 
maybe day to day your life hasn't changed that much. Maybe there are certain things. Maybe you worked from home anyway. Maybe you were an entrepreneur and you had your own place and you worked from home in an office in your house and things are just moseying along the way they have been. Maybe your business has exploded because people really need you. Maybe you're, and I do know people that's happened to. I know there's people here, they're on the phone a lot, they're working a lot, they're doing their thing a lot. It's important. They they are present. And you know, a lot of us do feel the need to be present right now. And I'm one of those people because I keep, you know, posting on Instagram and, and giving people a clue as to where we are and where we stand. Um, I also posted on Instagram today that, you know, back in New Year's, we had done, several of us here were out in the garden in the evening on New Year's Eve night, and we had done a reading of Kim Kranz's uh, Wild Unknown archetype cards and for the year ahead and what the year ahead for the world and planet Earth was going to be like. And go check out my Instagram because I explain, I reprinted that, I reposted the picture, but I gave a more uh, succinct explanation based on her guidebook of what this year ahead looks like. And it's very interesting. It's a very colorful deck. All four of the cards that came up are in black and white very, very interesting reading we got. And it foretold something that we had no idea what it was going to be. So I think that we are in the middle of this uh, situation. We're all probably tired of it by now, but you know, there's, we don't see a light at the end of the tunnel yet, or, or we do see one, we just don't know the distance from here to there yet. And so it's important to do this check-in with Pluto and Jupiter and the sun this week. Sun is illumination. The sun is our life force. We, with Mercury in Aries and the sun in Aries and the sun exalted and, and talking to Jupiter and Pluto, the sun is going to sort of report back to us and Mercury will report back to us just how much longer we have to go and, and what else we need to do and where else we need to expand our minds and expand who we are and expand our view of our life and our world because that's what we need to do right now. And the exploration of that and what it feels like on a regular basis. So, you know, in this new normal that we're coming into and, and what our world is going to look like. There's a lot of talk about nature. Um, these planets have been in Capricorn, the big guys, you know, Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn. Saturn's now in Aquarius, but we'll come back to Capricorn. They are, uh, Capricorn is planets of it's a sign of the earth planets in capricorn are about the earth so there's a lot of talk of nature there's a lot of uh, connecting with nature there's a lot of talk about connecting with nature and how it's important for all of us because it's we are part of nature moving along in the week uh the moon will go into aquarius on wednesday early in the wee hours and that's on the east coast and it will leave, it will continue to go into Aquarius. It will stay there, but leave on Friday. So it's only a couple days in Aquarius. Um, in the afternoon, it will go into Pisces. And so the void, of course, occurs at 10.34 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday and into Pisces, 2.29 p.m. So we've got about four hours of void there. And the void of the moon um, the moon in Capricorn it's um, really very short uh, 
um, because we're really experiencing like the moon in Capricorn for days and days and days, and then it's going to quickly move into Aquarius because it's going to um, make its conjunction to Jupiter at 7.47 p.m. on uh, Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, uh, 3.37 a.m., it goes into Aquarius. So it's really um, an interesting, interesting short void periods this week because this because the moon is uh, talking to planets that are late in degrees um, and also uh, the moon will conjunct Saturn and square Uranus on uh, Wednesday so there's you know there's this other thing going on that Saturn even though Saturn is early very early Aquarius is not touching Uranus yet there's this there's this section of the zodiac where Saturn is you know one degree of Aquarius and Uranus is six degrees of Taurus. So there's, you know, when the moon goes through there, any planet that's like traveling through there, there's this, there's that square that happens in fixed signs. And so there's a little stubbornness going on right now. Don't be stubborn. Be open. Please be open. Um, and then the moon's in Pisces all weekend. And then as the sun enters Taurus, the morning of the 19th, next Sunday, uh, the moon goes void 7.30 p.m. in Pisces, which is just a good night to relax, watch movies, take a hot bath, and then goes Monday into Aries in the wee hours. So that's next Monday, and the next Monday is already the 20th. So <laughs> April is flying by. People don't know where the year has gone. We are spending a lot of time in our... Um, you know, our circle and our, our, our little cubby right now <laughs> and our little cozy little place that we are supposed to be doing a lot of reflection in. Okay. So, um, and that's, that's about it for the week. 18th. Uh, so the big days are the 18th when I already mentioned the, the Mercury gets talking to Venus, gets talking to Mars, and you know has a lot to say. Connects those two planets. Then there's, you know, um, Tuesday and Wednesday where the Sun is really connecting and talking to Pluto, connecting and talking to Jupiter. What Pluto's transformative information we receive on Tuesday, we can say, okay, I can do that. I've got the confidence to do that on Wednesday, which is when the Sun is going to square Jupiter. So it's like, all right, I get it. I, I have the confidence to do that. Um, I feel that we all can step up now. We can all start stepping up and start learning things and stepping forward and stepping, stepping up and, and being more optimistic in some ways. Um, hmm, I know that sounds maybe a little off center for what's going on, but we have to, you know, it's your mind that keeps you in the dark place. You know, you can read the news or you could not read the news. You can stay informed, but you can also stay detached, okay? If the news upsets you, don't read it. Take tiny little pieces of it. It's your mind that you need to keep clean right now. It's your emotions that need to be elevated right now. Do not sink. If you feel yourself sinking, go meditate, go journal, go pull your energy up and practice 
elevated emotions. Uh, think of something that you unconditionally love or someone or something that unconditionally loves you like a pet, like your parents, like your partner, whoever loves you unconditionally, like your baby, your children, um, that you unconditionally love. Go towards unconditional love. Go towards gratitude for the things you do have, for the, for the life you do have, and your health that you do have, and your life that you do respect, okay? And knowing that your life is a gift. And as we move forward through this week, we're going to see some interesting things as we get revealed. The sun is illuminating Tuesday and Wednesday. Mercury talks to Venus and Mars. Very interesting. Very good. Let's see what happens. Um, and let's keep going. Let's keep going forward. And if you're thrown a curveball, you just got to step up to that Jupiter and keep moving. Open. Open your heart. Be, op be optimistic. And keep, keep going. My name is Deb McBride. This is the Golden Astrologer Podcast, which is now on Spotify. So if you prefer to listen on Spotify, you can do that now. Um, that's, the big, that's the big news that my podcast is now on Spotify. So uh, in the meantime, my blog is available on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, where I talk extensively about these different aspects. My Instagram is the Golden Astrologer, and my Twitter is at Deb Astrology. And you can sign up for a reading, a session with me at Book Online at my website, but also watch my little videos on Instagram and also get my, um, you know, astro cartography reports on my website as well as my um, astrology video for the year ahead. I wish you a pleasant and lovely week as Passover ends and Easter uh, continues and it becomes Orthodox Easter. And many wonderful holidays. Happy spring up north to all those people in the northern hemisphere all over the world. Thank you for listening. Have a pleasant week ahead.